0: Welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Religion is not legalism. Ex- legalism is excessive adherence to the law. That's what legalism is. Religion is not legalism. Excessive adherence to the law is not possible without hypocrisy so anybody that's saying i like like the rich young ruler said hey i've obeyed all the commandments all my life never did anything wrong you're a hypocrite because there's no way you can do that or there would be no cause or no reason for jesus to come do what he did right Colossians 2 and 20 wherefore if ye be dead with christ from the rudiments of the world why As though living in the world are you subject to ordinances, touch not this, taste not that, handle not this, which are all to perish uh, with the using. After the commandments and doctrines of men. So basically the Bible is saying. We're not talking about uh, legalism here. Nobody needs to try to be legalistic. And tell you what day you can worship on. And tell you what you have to wear. And and, and what you have to look like. And in order to be a minister. You have to have a clergy collar. And then you got to be ordained. You know through a ceremony. With a sword on your shoulder. And I knight thee. uh, Arise. (laughs) I remember that Bugs Buddy cartoon. That was hilarious. But yeah, so you just you know, when when ordination, you, you know what Paul did when he ordained? The the word ordained that was used to describe what Paul did was select. All he did was select. That was it. Wasn't no ceremony. He didn't put a collar on him. He didn't call everybody around and everybody lay hands on him, he just selected. He said, okay, you, 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 you handle this church. You, you handle this church. Paul didn't ever pastor church. Paul was single. would make sense. He was a eunuch. Why would he pastor? Wouldn't make sense. So, Paul selected pastors. The Bible says he ordained them, meaning he selected them. He just picked them. Oh, but now, brother, you're going before the board. All the bishops, we're going to take you in this room in the darkest chamber of the, in the basement for a week. Can I keep preaching? So it's not about legalism. That's not what I do. Y'all know. I, te- I teach a very balanced grace message. Don't I? Don't I? You better say something. <laughs> going to make you say it. But grace saves us from legalism. That's what grace is for. Because where we fall short and where we can't add up, we get grace. Amen? And grace supplies it. But that doesn't mean that we go out and do whatever we want to do and live like we want to do and then expect grace to be there. Amen? The Bible says, well, so what is this? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How can he that is in Christ live any longer therein? in sin. Like the old folks, you say it ought to make you want to do right. Re- but you know what makes you want to do right? Reading the Bible. You don't read the Bible, you ain't going to want to do right. I can get up here and scare you. I can show you pictures of hell and it's not going to have the same effect as you reading the word for yourself. How huh? pictures of hell going to scare you and you watched Carrie last night? Grace saves us from legalism. It gives us true religion which are what? God's rules without fear of what losing him. So you get the rules without fear of losing. Him. Now, when your daddy used to beat you, you knew he still loved you. Didn't you? Did you know that you ain't going go kill yourself after a whooping? That's what you would. That's what you would have done if you felt he didn't care about you, but you knew he loved you. No matter how hard them licks were, they was love licks, wasn't it? he know I love him, I can hit him as hard as I want but he know, I'm his daddy when he wants something he's going to come to me daddy, daddy, this, this, this then I'm going to beat him if he does wrong And he's still going to come and love me right? well that's grace I operate with grace with him so sometimes I let him off the hook I'll I'll leave him alone, let him go let him this, but sometimes I got to step in and ah (laughs) but we want to use grace because grace causes us to not have fear of losing Him. But we still fear God. Amen? Amen. We fear His punishment. And somebody ought to fear consequence. Amen. Fearing God simply means that we should be afraid of what will happen if we continue in sin. Amen? Amen. His chastisement is just, and His judgments are what? Sure. That's why you feared your daddy. You loved your daddy. You know he loved you. But you were scared of that beat down. That beat down. That's why we can't stop the beat down. We have to encourage parents to beat children. I don't care how cute they look. Beat them. The Bible says they will not die if you beat them. The Bible said beat them and they what? Shall not. It said shall not die how many of you got beat did you die you're still here amen amen all these kids wouldn't get beat, be getting killed by cops if somebody was whipping them amen oh there you go oh there you go wait a minute oh the black lives matter y'all know black lives matter was created by the government that's not even a black group there's some lesbian women that the government put together to, to, to start junk. You didn't even know that, did you? Look at you. Heartbeat fast. Oh, oh where's my sign? Yeah. 450 black kids killed in Chicago, but they're out there done shut down black Friday. Friday. Nobody could get in the stores or anything because all the black women, single women, you know, it's never fathers involved in this. Never. And then every time there's an incident, the relationship is broken. It's a broken home. That's what brings them together. Mm -hmm. The daddy's in L.A. and the mama's in Detroit. And they come together to protest about the son. See, I can't get no amen. That's okay. I'm too old-fashioned. I'm a legalist. Oh, man, that's foolishness. Why y'all shutting down Target? Why y'all in front of Target? Shutting down the store. To march because a kid was killed. And you want to stop police brutality. What about black boy brutality? 450 black boys killed by black boys. Ain't nobody marched. Nobody's in front of Target. You're going to shut down the stores. Over an isolated incident where the boy was breaking the law. that I ain't a cop. I'm unloading every clip I can find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, reach for something. Reach for something and I'm the law and watch what happened. I don't even have to be the law. We're in Texas. I'll do that in Texas. Reach. Get the reaching. Watch what happened. It's a dirty shame. And folks getting all, oh, oh I got to go march. And then all these kids are just getting killed and nobody cares. Well, it's a black boy that killed him, so we don't have to worry about that. And how many of them was breaking the law? How many of them had something in their hand, had, had something? Yeah, all of them. Folks get manipulated, though. You know how, how people get manipulated because they don't read the book? Somebody in here getting uneasy. Oh, I got to leave. I got to get out of here. This boy talking. Because you ain't reading the Bible. You don't know the balance. You don't know the balance. God wants us pushing the home and the family. The mother and the father. Won't y'all stay together so we won't have these kind of problems. So our kids won't be searching for identity through a gun and a gangster rap. Let's talk about rappers. Can we talk about rappers? What were they listening to on their way to that uh, incident? What was the song saying? Was the song saying go kill a cop? Because there are songs that say that. Grace saves us from legalism. First John 3 and 21. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God? So you should not fear losing God, but you should fear the punishment of God. Amen. So fathers, don't be afraid to beat your boys. They need beatings. You be careful with your daughter. Beat her, but just, you know. But the boys, they need to be beat. Amen. Amen. Y'all been around somebody that don't whip their kids? You be trying to get away from them. Your kids are animals. Babys kids. You can't come over no more. Your kids don't know how to act. But they don't whip their kids. So I must step in. I remember back in the day, anybody on the street could whip you. Then they tell that they had to whip you and you get another one. Who whipped you? You'd be like, oh, that lady brought me in the house, they whipped me. What was you doing? What? That's a 1980s response. You don't get that response now. Now. They marched down there with Al Sharpton to your house. <laughs> well, who, who whipped it? Who whipped it? <laughs> First Corinthians 11 and 32. But when we are judged, we are what? Chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. So God is causing God is causing the consequences of your sin to get you so that you won't perish with the world. God chastises you to straighten you out. That's what a weapon is for. So the cop won't have to beat you. Right. I'm going to beat you. That's right. so the, but I don't want to look on the news and landed and got shot. That's true. That's true. Trying to make scissor. <laughs> That's what happened with Trayvon Martin. He's out trying to make some scissor. Trying to get high. Got text messages from the drug dealer. Now if he hadn't have been trying to get scissor and the Arizona tea and stuff... None of that would have happened, would it? Right. That's, right. That's right. Wrong place. So I want to prevent my son and you ought to want to prevent your son. So I'm going to beat you now. That's right. So that the cops won't have to do it. That's right. So that you know when that cop, you see that cop, you, oh, yes, sir. Because you know he got a gun, he'll kill. These dudes ain't scared of cops. That's right. No, cop, man, you can't do that. He can do whatever. That's the way I think. That's right. When they stop me, that's what I'm thinking. Right. Sir, you were speeding. Yes, I was. <laughs> and your tag is out. Yes, it is. You know who taught me that? My daddy because my daddy's beatings translated. Right. So I could just see that billy club just coming in that car and just, ka y'all. So I'm just, uh, oh, yeah. if my daddy's beatings hurt, then that billy club is going to hurt much worse. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Yes. He can say anything. That's right. That's you right. old nigga. Yes, sir. <laughs> I've been called that before. Yes, I've used that word several times myself. <laughs> Am I telling the truth, Elder? Because that's the law. That's the law, man. You better leave the law. Nobody is there to back you up. Ain't nobody there to help you. That's right. That's right. right. He done called more of them there. Yes, sir. I might need backup. Somebody better teach these young boys something. Hey, man, you done saw a movie. You done watched uh, (laughs) Rosewood. So now you just all just... (laughs) You, man, you better turn Rosewood off and watch Roots. Go watch Roots. 12 years of like you, you watched the wrong movie. You done got saucy. You forgot. You forgot. You need a reminder. He call me whatever because in, in a second I'm going to have a ticket and he's going to be gone and I'm going to be able to go home to my family. And when I tell my wife, it's going to be a total different story. Yeah, that cop pulled me up, man, I gave him a piece of my mind. <laughs> you should have seen me. You should have seen me. I was off the chain. Then go to the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the world is a terrible place. Amen. Let me rush through this. Come on. <laughs> Look at somebody say rules. 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 God saw the children of Israel that they were just out of control because they had been under Pharaoh and all that foolishness for all that time. They were a hot mess. So God said, you know what? I got to give them some rules. So he got Moses. He wrote some rules down and he's like, now take these rules down there because they already acting a hot mess. They're down there acting a hot man, built the false gods, everything. They crazy, Moses. So I need these rules to give them guidelines because they done went crazy. Moses get down there, see them. They all going crazy. Moses trying to read the rules and they going crazy. I can't even read the rules. He got mad through the rules, down ground, opened up. All of them went to hell. And the ones that didn't go to hell standing around said, I think we better take a listen to these rules. <laughs> Because this God right here, he means business. I think I'm going to change a thing or two in my heart. I think I need to... Moses, now go ahead, Moses. What was you saying? Nathan and Abiram, boy, they, they started some mess. Moses, you think you good? You think you better? Moses, you think... Oh, no, why we got to listen to your God? Pow! Bye-bye, Nathan and Abiram. That's what rules did. Rules straightened it all out. Okay, now, anybody want to go with Nathan and Abiram? Or you want to follow God's rules. Submitting to God's desires requires a what? True commitment from us. So the very fact that you want his rules and his laws requires commitment. That means that you really want to be in this. Anybody that don't want his rules don't want to be in this. They just grew up with it and it feels right because grandmama used to always talk about God. That's what these dudes are doing. Getting on TV, the Tyrese's and the Steve Harvey's. I, these folks are talking about what grandmama had. They don't want no parts of God's rules because God's rules are going to stop them from being who they are. So to really want his rules, you got to have a true commitment. There's no way to keep our agenda and accept God's plan for us simultaneously. Can't do both. Like somebody say, you can't have it your way. Amen. God is not Burger King. You can't have it your way. That Whopper comes one, his Whopper comes one way. And you got to eat ye all of it. Amen. So you got to do it his way or, I mean, but what kind of religion would it be if you could have it your way? Is it even religion? sir. What man in here is in a relationship and got it his way all the time? No matter what, any man in here like that? Amen. You you think you want it. You don't want that. Look, some dude's like, what are you talking about? That's what I'm working on. I've been working for that. (laughs) No, a relationship has to have rules. That's how you know it's a relationship. It's not a relationship if there's no rules. True, look at somebody say true commitment. (laughs) That's that's, that's being saved, the true commitment. You're not committed to it, then how are you saved? God's rules are always going to do what? conflict with what we want to do that's what they're designed to do what you want to do ain't most of the time isn't what god wants you to do what you want to do is based on how you were raised what folks said how many whoopings do you lack <laughs> your carnal desires and god's rules always going into conflict with our carnal desires that lead to sin because the very definition of sin is to what miss god's mark fall short of his law he was four and twelve for the word of god is what powerful sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even the divine the son of soul and spirit and other joints in the mouth and is a discerner of the what thoughts and the intent of the heart all y'all i could preach i'm gonna preach i'm gonna preach a series about this last thing that this says the word of god is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart that's why they don't want the bible Let's have religion without rules. Let's have no rules. Let's don't deal with the Bible because the Bible is going to expose my true motive. Throw the Bible out because my true motive is going to get exposed. Y'all thought I was doing it for the Lord. Ain't nobody on stage dressing sexy in tight clothes doing anything for the Lord. It's hard to submit to God's truth when we weren't properly raised to listen and obey good, strong leadership. Many people desire to throw out rules and regulations when strong leadership is lacking. John 2 and 12. If I have told you earthly things and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? So what does this scripture tell us? It tells us that if in the earth you don't obey nobody, nobody has authority over you and you don't listen to nobody, then guess what's going to happen with God? He ain't going to have no authority. You ain't going to listen to him. How are you going to disobey all the rules on earth and ain't going to read the Bible and obey it? You're not. You're going to read the Bible and you're going to change it. You're going to become a 5% or a Hebrew, Israelite or something crazy so that you can have some Bible or some religion and then have spirituality. That's what they want you to have. So it's not about religion and it's not about Bible. It's spirituality. I'm a spiritual being. I'm a spiritual person. Well, what does that mean? What does spiritual mean? I believe there's a higher power and it's higher. So high that it don't pay no attention to you. You can do whatever you want to do. That's the way they want it because they grew up without any earthly authority and leadership. Amen. That's why I like homeschooling because homeschooling incorporates some good things that they took out of public school. Yeah, they took beating kids out of public school. My teacher had, when I was in kindergarten, I'll never forget her, Mrs. Carroll. Remember Mrs. Carroll? She had a stick from a broken stool. And she would beat us with it. It's time to take a nap. I mean, this is kindergarten. Was she kindergarten? Yeah, she was first grade, kindergarten. Time to take a nap. Nobody lift their head up. Everybody go to sleep. You lift your head up, pop. Stick from a stool. Go, t- go home and tell your mom. So I remember her name because her, my mama became good friends. <laughs> yeah, you hit him with that stick. Just beat him and don't call me and tell me that you had to hit him because then when he get home, I'm going to hit him again. I said, "Well, hey, what? Well, they took that out of school. Now, now you can't hit nobody, can't tell nobody, can't tell nobody what to do, can't tell them what they are. You can't even say that's a boy and a girl no more. Can't dress her like a girl. You can't wear pink. You can't this. You can't that. You can't all oh, this. All the rules are gone. So you need to homeschool so you can incorporate beating with teaching." I love it. I love it. Yes, sir. Two plus two equals what? I don't feel like answering that. Ah. Now what does it equal? Count them stars. One. Two. Four stars. But if you're not getting that on earth, you're not getting it in the earth, and you're not gonna understand the spiritual side of it. You're not gonna understand God if you didn't have a father to submit to, if you didn't have some kind of authority that you've submitted to in the earth. Amen? Amen. Amen. The Bible says, this is God's logic. The Bible says in this day, people would do what? Heap up on themselves teachers having itch and ears. That's why I have a picture of the Pied Piper. That's what people want. The Pied Piper. The Pied Piper. Y'all remember the story of the Pied Piper? He came into town. Town's infested with rats with disease. Said, I'll get all the rats out of here. So he started playing his little fife and all the rats followed him out of the city. He came back and said, hey, I got rid of all the rats. Where's my money? He said, well, we're not going to pay you. The rat's gone. Mm-hmm. So, okay, and then I'm going to play another song. And he played another song and all the kids followed him out of this hill. And he held all the kids hostage until he got paid. Yeah, that's what they're doing now. They're after your children. They're after your kids. Yeah, yeah that's what they're doing. In this day, people, they, they, they want a pied pipe. They want somebody to come play what's attractive to them. So they can follow them straight to hell. Man, that's what that lady meant when she put that comment online. That's what she meant. About, you think you're perfect. And you just, nobody wants to listen to you and nobody wants to hear you because you're perfect. you still talking about fathers in the home and all that. And don't nobody have no fathers. So we need a gospel that's changed, that will incorporate the lack of fathers in the message. The Bible doesn't do that. The Bible just tells us we need to start acting right. The Bible not tell us we acquiesce to the sins of the people. Bible said preach against the sins of the people. So if fornication is leading to fatherlessness, I need to preach against fornication. If divorce is leading to fatherlessness, I need to preach against divorce, according to the Bible. Oh, the amens are thin and out. Oh, but they know they want the pot pie, but they want to come play the music. Lead them out. This means that people will find those that can relate to their pain and issues by preaching their own pain and issues. Yeah, or if I got up every Sunday and preached to the single mothers that's struggling to raise their children on by themselves, that's all right, baby, honey, honey, baby, child, sugar, sugar, baby, dumpling, honey, child. I know what you're going through, what you went through. You should have blew your brains out, you should be dead, you should have threw it in. But oh, 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 but God, oh, but God, sugar, baby, it's all right, sweet, honey, dumpling, honey, dumpling, sugar, lamb, baby, doll, honey, child, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they want to hear the bible the bible even went and said these are the sorts that do what creeping the houses of who who silly who silly women and the silly women are laden with sins weighed down by their mistakes that's pimp game cause that's what the pimp does he goes up to her oh girl look at you I see your daddy them, they, they ain't treating you right huh they don't like you in the house. You know, your, your mama, she, she let you down. I got you. Come on. come on. That's all the pimp does. He ministers to the issues of the woman. That's all he does. I know what you're going through. I've been there too. I've been through it, but you can be all right. You did. Yeah, that's all it is. Instead of how we're supposed to preach the Bible, man. We're supposed to take ourselves out of the equation. Cause it ain't about us. And we preach the Bible. That's the well. nobody want to hear it like that. Then they're devils. That's right. You're a devil if you don't. If the Bible can't reach you, you're unreachable. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Right. That, means, that means God didn't call you and he didn't elect you under salvation. That's what that means. Yes, oh, man, I just struggle, man, to do right. I just, uh, have you been reading the Bible? Well, no, I haven't. Then do that. But see, that's what it is. It's the Bible. The Bible will do it. The word is quick and powerful. They don't, want, they don't want the Bible. They want some old man up there highlighting his faults so they can feel better about their faults. And we all just a bunch of stank, rotten, dirty, nasty sinners in here. Ain't that right? No, I ain't stank. Second Timothy three. For the time will come when they will not endure What? But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears. This is not how God designed the gospel to be taught. The Logos word. Remember we had that whole lesson? Logos is God's logic. The Logos word is God's logic, not man's. So we must preach the word as written and avoid those that preach against God's rules. It's God's logic, not ours. So we don't try to figure out a way to reach people. Our testimony may encourage others, but we are still what? Imperfect. The perfection of the word is what makes us strive for perfection. Though we may not be perfect, we must keep the word of God what? Perfect. Hebrews 6 and 1, therefore leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Let us go on unto what? Not laying again the foundation of what? That means you have graduated from some sins. Oh, but they think that means you think you're better than other people. No, we're all just striving to be better. But at some point, I got to graduate from some of this and move on. Summary. The song, Take Me to the King, is a prime example of New Age philosophy. The lyrics are basically describing a person that is fed up with trying to follow man-made doctrine. And because of this, they decide to throw out religion altogether. That's what the song's about. An excerpt from the song states No rules, no religion. I've made my decision to run to you, the healer that I need. Something's wrong with that because there are rules and there is religion. Amen. To say no rules and no religion is to basically decide to no longer line up with the Bible or God's commands. This is spiritualism 101. This is Alistair Crowley. Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. The law of Thelema states no rules. This is the gospel of inclusion at its best. I'm a priestess, I don't care whose feelings I hurt. These lyrics personify the exodus out of God's true religion and the acceptance of new age self as god ideology. I'll make the rules myself. Just because we have experienced bad leadership does not mean all leadership is bad. Just because we have been spiritually abused by pharisaic doctrine does not mean the Bible is a dogmatic manual. Just because we have experienced legalism doesn't make God's rules unfair. Just because we fall short or our leader fails short or our parents fail short doesn't mean we should stop striving for perfection. We must not blame God's true religion for the pain we have suffered. We must not promote anarchy and a do-what-thou-wilt lifestyle because of what the so-called church has done to us. God's way is what? The only way. And the only way to know God's way is to what? Follow his rules. God's true religion is what? Second Timothy two and third, I mean three and 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is what profitable for what doctrine for reproof for correction and for instructions in what righteousness that the man of God may be what perfect, perfect. thoroughly furnished unto what all good works. Y'all, I don't care what nobody saying. I'm protecting the precious word of God. It's precious to me. His rules, his regulations. That don't make me think I'm perfect. That makes me think that he's perfect. And I'm going to protect his perfection. And I'm not letting anybody degrade what is right and what is true. I'm going to stand up for truth. Amen. Everybody stand to your feet. The devil always uses music. I told y'all that I've been preaching that for many years. He always uses music because he can slip it in there and you won't even be aware of it. Slip it in there. When I first heard that song, I told my wife, I said, oh, I hate that. I hate it. Because I listened past the melody and the, and the, oh, the church. No, no. I said, that's crap. I said that. And I tweeted it. I put it on Twitter. I said, this song is crap. I don't care. It's a song. Oh, wait a minute now. Wait a minute, brother. Wait. A song? Dude, I write those in the shower. <laughs> You're going crazy over a song? You're going to challenge the Bible and a preacher over, the, over a song. Somebody singing. Some old singing. Some singing. Anybody can sing. We got church full of folk in here that can sing. Write songs, play music, all of that. Nobody cares. We've made singing and musicians' soul like they're some kind of special folks. Man, please. It don't matter. The gospel is what matters. Did Jesus sing a song? <laughs> Think about it. Why are we making such a big deal out of music and artists? It don't matter. I'm trying to tell you. None of it matters. I make music. Folks in here make music. We all make music. We got the CD thing today. It's going to be wonderful to hear and all that. But man, it ain't more important than the gospel. We play music in here. We have a good time. All these musicians are are very talented, but they can't take this music home and apply it to their family. Their wives don't care. She don't care how good Corey is. You better bring a check home and feed us. Nobody trying to hear no guitar playing when I'm hungry. Hey Amen. L- Lydia ain't at home telling PJ, "Oh, you're just so good at playing. You just so- let the toilet seat down next time." Oh, Mr. Music Man. They don't care. They don't care. That's some music. And it enhances the church, makes us feel good, all of that. Y'all know I'm not knocking it because I make it myself. But I know at the end of the day, it's about the gospel of Jesus Christ. What can save somebody? What can heal, set free, and deliver? Music can't do that. Music can't teach you the Bible. Music can't teach you the word. The devil sings songs. He was in heaven singing songs when he did, did his junk. A homosexual come up here and sing all kind of scriptures. But they can't read them like that. Oh, y'all don't want me to go there because I will go there. Oh, they're saying Jesus is the greatest. Oh, Jesus. The healing power of his blood. The healing power. They'll say anything. Saying anything about him. Sit them down and, and get the Bible and say, now let's read. Let's read Galatians 5 and 20. Let's see if you can make it through that passage. Because there's a difference. Music does that. It'll mask it. They ain't listening to what they singing. Bible said they talking about me with their mouths. But their heart is what? Far from me. Man, I'm preaching in here. It's like a truth behind hip hop. So don't get caught up in who's famous and who's not. What are they famous for? Some music? Really? It's about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. I don't care how famous you are. When you go to messing with the Bible, I got to step up to you and say, bro, you're wrong. Don't mess with my God and don't mess with his word because I believe that. And I believe every word of it, because that's what saved me, not your song. You crying on the piano. No, I'm just a raggedy hot man. Nobody care. Nobody care. Nobody cares. I care about the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus. What can save this generation? What can save these children? You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas. 76124 or donate online at www.exministries.com